Okay, guys, welcome to Movie Punditry. This is Mike. And uh, this week we're going to go over, now that the dust has settled after the D23 Expo last week, we're just going to go over some of the stuff that we learned last week and uh, see how it's going to impact us and impact uh, movies and and everything going forward. Obviously, the uh, it was quite the expo. There was a lot of stuff dropped. I think Disney was really trying to take a big chunk out of Comic-Con, steal a lot of their thunder. Um, it was just day after day after of the, the hits keep coming. And they just keep uh, they just kept releasing stuff. There was trailers, there was first looks, there was inside information, there was just a lot of footage from upcoming projects that uh, haven't been really made public yet to people who are not at the uh, at the at the expo. But a lot of stuff got out, and uh, and obviously the stuff that they released and the the stuff that you can find streaming on YouTube, um, the big. Thing of the week of the weekend was obviously the Disney Plus showcase that they had on Friday afternoon, and uh, they really, you know, they've been they've been holding things kind of close to the vest and not really letting us know a lot of what's going on with uh, with Disney Plus. But that all changed uh, last Friday. They just opened up the floodgates and just kept hitting us with content. Um, all the stuff that they're doing, and some of it is, uh, you know, aimed obviously at their core audience of kids and families and things like that. And then others are, you know, geared towards the more, the, the geekier of us, um, with all the Marvel and Star Wars stuff. But, you know, we'll start with, with some of the stuff, you know, uh, kind of the typical Disney stuff. Um, we'll just kind of brush over in that, you know, okay. Yeah. Fine. They've got Lizzie McGuire coming back. They've got a new Lizzie McGuire show happening. They've got with, uh, with apparently, um, Hilary Duff, you know, they've got uh, some kind of Phineas and Ferb reboot. They've got some kind of high school musical thing, high school musical, uh, the musical, the series. I don't even know what it is. It's supposed to be about people who were in high school musical productions. Um, And then there's another show that Kristen Bell is producing that also has people who are in high school musical productions called Encore, I think. They're really pushing off that high school musical stuff. Uh, there's a Toy Story spinoff that got coming on starring uh, Forky. 
Um, there's a series, uh, Monsters at Work, which uh, supposedly takes place right after Monsters, Inc. Um, you know, that's it's a lot of, uh, of family-friendly stuff going on, but we really want to know about the Marvel stuff and the, and the Disney stuff. Um, the Marvel, you know, they had Kevin Feige up, and the Marvel stuff kicked off with uh, him talking about the What If series, um, which is, according to Kevin Feige, they're going to take things that we've seen in movies uh, and change one thing and then ask the question, what if? Uh, there's They showed some concept art from it, like uh, T'Challa traveling through space, um, wearing like a Ravager's outfit, I guess. Um, uh, a zombie Captain America fighting Bucky. Um, Peggy Carter in a... Uh, one of the things, this looks interesting, is if what if Peggy had gotten the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers, so they had a super soldier Peggy Carter. Um so uh, they have all this kind of stuff going on, which looks really interesting. Um, they they did a they did a presentation on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which looks like it's going to be really really good. Um, obviously, Sebastian Stan um, and Anthony Mackie are back in this, and they look like they're having a ball. They look like they really get along well. Um, Emily Van Camp is apparently going to be back in it. And uh, you may remember her. She played uh, Sharon Carter, Agent 13. So she's going to be in this thing. So that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to this uh, to the show. This looks like it's going to be a great show. They did uh, they did a reveal of, um, you know, but before we go to that, they, there were some interviews done after. There were some interviews done after. D23 later in the week where they were talking to some of the writers and stuff. And one of the writers asked if uh, it was a, it was like a Twitter Q and a with one of the writers. And he was asked if they're, uh, if they're going to address in the show, uh, you know, the fact that Anthony Mackie is playing, you know, the, basically the first black captain America. And, the question was answered. Yes, absolutely, it's going to be in it. And then that question was deleted from the Q and A, so maybe that was something that uh, slipped out. But you can imagine that that is probably going to be handled. Um, but but they also made it pretty clear that um, Anthony Mackie made it pretty clear that he's not going to be Captain America. He's going to be the Falcon, um, even though he has the shield. Even though he is kind of uh, the heir to the Captain America mantle. Uh, for the purposes of the show, at least he's going to he's going to be Falcon, and he's he said he's always going to be Falcon. So it'll be interesting to see how they deal with that, um, and how they uh, how they handle that issue, and how they handle you know the passing of the torch, so to speak, between Steve and and uh, and Sam. You know, the next show they talked about was uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision, uh, WandaVision. And uh, it's man, uh, this one looks this one looks strange. Uh, it's going to be some kind of weird alternate reality issue, uh, real weird alternate reality show that supposedly takes its inspiration from the Dick Van Dyke show. So um, there is some 
precedent in the comics, um, specifically the House of M series, where Wanda basically kind of has some kind of mental breakdown and, and creates a universe, like a fantasy universe. So uh, I'm wondering if it's going to be something along those lines. Rendell brought that up, that it could be something along those lines, and it really starting to make some sense, especially as uh, the show is supposed to tie into the upcoming Doctor Strange movie, The Multiverse of Madness. And you can imagine that it's going to be some kind of situation where Wanda is uh, having some kind of mental break and, and is she's so powerful that it's kind of maybe breaking reality. And uh, Doctor Strange is going to have to deal with that. Or, or perhaps, perhaps uh, as I've seen, speculated that she's going to blame him for the death of Vision. You know, that maybe there's another possibility. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that I read people were speculating was that um, there wasn't only one way that uh, the Avengers could beat Thanos... But the other way that the Avenger could beat Thanos was that Doctor Strange died and Vision lived. So if she is able to come across that, um, you know, because of her powers, then perhaps uh, there's some kind of, of struggle between her and Doctor Strange. You know, and that's only speculation. There's obviously nothing's been dropped uh, in terms of fact for that, but that would be kind of an interesting play, right? Um, so that was WandaVision, which WandaVision doesn't show up for like a year and a half. I think it comes out in the spring of 2021. Um, they also announced kind of the first announcement of some new stuff. They've got She-Hulk coming. They've got a Miss Marvel show coming. They've got a Moon Knight show coming. Um, and these are all kind of, uh, little off the beaten path comic series, but they all are, they all have their interest, uh, interesting things about them. So um, you can see that they're really pushing to get content onto this thing. And that's good. You know, I mean, we're all going to be signing up for this thing come November. So uh, we're going to want to see a little more than old Disney movies on there, which I'm sure they're going to be plenty of them. And, and, and they did, they had a sizzle reel where it was, you know, they had some old movies, but they had a lot of star Wars stuff. They had a lot of MCU stuff. So you can imagine that all the star Wars movies are going to be on this. All the MCU movies are going to be on this. Uh, all the Disney movies are going to be on this. All the, now the Fox catalog is going to be on this. There's a news story that broke this week that, you know, Fox has, has historically always been very friendly to independent theaters. Um, you know, the small local movie houses that don't play first-run movies or, or rarely play first-run movies, but they play a lot of back catalog stuff. They, they do, you know, film showings of older films, and Fox has always been very friendly to that and uh, in leasing their films out to these small theaters. And Disney historically has not been. Disney has always had their vault very, very much on lockdown um, and very much in control of when their stuff gets shown and when their stuff gets released and re-released. And supposedly now Disney is rolling back some of those Fox contracts and pulling uh, some of the future dates that have been scheduled for Fox films to show in these independent theaters, probably because they want to hold on to this content for Disney+. Plus. Um, and they want to show, you know, they don't want some... Uh, some theater out in, you know, Rapid City showing uh, an alien film festival when they can put those films up on their streaming network. So um, from what I'm hearing, a lot of these, uh, especially for theaters that, that, that do first run 
um, as well as these older films, those guys are pretty much out in the cold now in terms of the Fox catalog. And uh, the only ones that they're allowing to keep doing it are films that are theaters that just do not show first-run films at all. They only show older films. Um, the other notable exception, apparently, is that uh, they haven't pulled back any screenings of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, which would probably cause a riot in a lot of places. So uh, they were smart enough to not do that. Um, but they are definitely putting uh, out all the stops to get a lot of content in there. Apparently, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum has a, a, sh- a travel show that he's going to be doing, um, which could be pretty interesting. Um, and as we said, Christian uh, Bell is doing, uh, doing a sh- some kind of musical singing show or whatever. Um, Disney Plus is going to have, uh, let's see, they're having a live-action version of Lady and the Tramp, um, which I'm surprised it's not going to the theaters, but it's going on to Disney Plus. And uh, they did show, a, a, like, a trailer of it. And it was uh, kind of off-putting, I thought. But um, I, I, I'm wondering if they're going to run into the same problem that the Lion King run into, whereas, you know, animals don't really emote through their faces. And, uh, you know, when you have a photorealistic animal, it's kind of hard to really put emotion across in its face. So we'll just see how that kind of works out. Um and then they, they dumped a bunch of other stuff um, that's going to be Disney, Disney um, you know, Disney Plus exclusives, uh, Timmy Failure and Noel and Stargirl and a bunch of other titles that they kind of threw out there. Um, I think there's a Muppet Show coming and uh, a bunch of other stuff. Um, But the but the big the big big news that everybody was kind of hanging on was was the Star Wars content, and especially the Mandalorian. They dropped a trailer for the Mandalorian, uh, which really 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 looks good. Guys, this thing uh, this footage is incredible, and it looks like this thing looks like a two hundred million dollar movie that you're going to find it in a theater, not a TV show. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. You know, the Carl Weathers and Werner Herzog and all these other people. I mean, this, this, this if you haven't seen it, you can find it on YouTube. But this thing opens um, with Stormtrooper buckets on spikes in what looks like a, a town in Tatooine. And uh, that's not imagery that you normally see in Star Wars. This thing apparently takes place... Um, I think it said five years or eight years after the events of Return of the Jedi. So the Emperor, the Empire is definitely on the downslide, if not almost eliminated. And, uh, you know, you get the feeling that maybe as the New Republic is is trying to assert itself in the galaxy, that there's parts of the galaxy, especially in the Outer Rim, that are pretty lawless. And this is where this world of bounty hunters kind of exists. Um, you know, you've got some interesting-looking characters in there, uh, Carl Weathers uh, plays a character who is the uh, kind of the head of a bounty hunter guild. You imagine he's the guy who's handing out the assignments, so to speak. IG-11, um, who's this uh, bounty hunter droid similar to the famous IG-88. 
And apparently part of the shtick is that people, you know, constantly mistake him for IG-88, and he allows that to happen. Uh, and uh, and Werner Herzog, who has a long voiceover in the trailer, but not a lot about his character has been revealed. But um, this just looks like it's going to be so, so good. And one of the things that they said that um, was that this show and all the other shows that are coming out on Disney+, Plus, all these... Uh, you know, prestige series that they're doing are not going to be dropping whole seasons. They're going to be released week to week, which I am a big fan of, um, especially a show like like The Mandalorian is going to be a show that, you know, people are going to want to pour over. They're going to, they're going to talk about. They're going to want to watch it a few times. They're going to want to podcast about it. They're going to, they're going to want to write about it. They're going to want to discuss it on videos. This is going to be – it's this is going to be another – Game of Thrones, Westworld, you name it kind of situation where people are just going to be pulling the series apart and I am there for it. Completely, 100%, probably be doing it myself. Um, this really looks like uh, it's going to be enjoyable and, and they're they're really pulling at all the stops. I mean, when you've got a guy like John Favreau running it, when you've got a guy like Dave Filoni who is, who is you know, producing and is there all the time, you've got... Um, you know, you've got a lot of power behind this thing. People who are real fans, people who really love Star Wars and who know what they're doing. Um, you know, Taika Waititi is going to be doing a character in this. And he's going to be directing episodes. I mean, this is just pulling out all the stops, and it looks like it's just going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, they also had a little bit of a of a touch of uh, Cassian Andor, who uh, is going to be. Uh, doing a series that's going to start shooting in 2020. And so that looks like it's going to be fun. Um, you know, obviously they don't have too much to do with it, but it's going to be Cassian and it's going to be Alan Tudyk doing uh, doing uh, K2SO. So, yeah, 100%. We're definitely in, in for that. Um, and, you know... So that that that's pretty much the the sum of the D, of the the uh, the Disney Plus panel, um, but there's a lot more. The, they had a a big presentation with Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams came out and uh, introduced uh, you know the cast of the Rise of the Skywalker, and they had some footage. They had a sizzle reel. Which, uh, or they called it a, a a first look or an inside look. Um, you know, it was like about a two minute trailer. Half of which was just, um, you know, stuff from the prior six films in the saga, and then it gets to, you know, some snippets of stuff from Rise of Skywalker. None of which is, except for, well, some of it's new. You know. Um, you saw, you know, the whole gang, the whole gang out there in the desert, and you saw uh, they were visiting some kind of city that it was having some kind of celebration going on. But then there was uh, Kylo Ren and Rey fighting on some look like what I assume is Death Star wreckage on Endor, and um, then the big the big thing at the end of it was Dark Ray. You know, there was a, an image of Ray. Uh, in a dark hooded cloak with a red double-bladed lightsaber, which I am assuming is some kind of vision 
um, and not actual footage array, but a, a force vision similar to, you know, Luke in the Luke in the tree in Empire Strikes Back, something along those lines. But it doesn't really matter. It's striking, striking imagery. And, uh, man, this film looks like it's going to be good. And uh, there's also some Carrie Fisher footage in there, which looks really good. Uh, and I know it was stuff that was shot for The Force Awakens, but it seems like it fits directly into this film really well. And I imagine uh, it's probably from the beginning of the film. Uh, my thought is that maybe it's some kind of, because it looks like uh, it's on a jungle planet, and it looks like Ray was doing some training in a jungle planet. So maybe Ray's working out with Leia. You know, Leia's had 30 years of Force use, so maybe she's decided to take up training Ray in some way. And that's what this footage is from, so uh, before they set off on their quest. But who knows? But it looks great. And um, and I'm really, I'm really into it. Uh, they also had Kevin Feige came out, and he was talking about some of the upcoming Marvel, Marvel projects, um, which looks to be really good. Black Panther 2, they announced... It's going to be uh, released on May 6th of 2022. Seems like a long time, but really it's only three years away, not even three years away. Uh, they introduced the uh, cast of the Eternals, which we knew was something that was coming, but they did introduce um, some new some new characters that they didn't have in Comic-Con, which uh, specifically Kit Harrington is going to be in, in it. Uh, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones, Gemma Chan, um, so that's going to be fun. And then there was a trailer for Black Widow, which, uh, hey, guys, we're going to figure out, we're going to find out exactly what happened in Budapest. So that's uh, that's due to release in 2020. They had, um, they did a sneak peek for, they just showed some footage or a first look of uh, the Jungle Cruise movie, which is going to be Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. They showed some footage from, Maleficent, uh, Mistress of Evil. They showed some footage from Mulan, which uh, I haven't seen. It hasn't been released yet, but it's part of the matchmaker clip from the beginning. But apparently it has a much, much different tone and feel than the animated movie. Um, they showed uh, they showed some uh, shots or costumes or imagery from the upcoming Cruella de Vil movie. Um, which stars Emma Stone. Um, they had some animated films that they showed off, ending with Frozen 2. So, I mean, they had a lot of stuff going on. There's all, Disney is pulling out all the stops, and there's a lot of stuff that they have going on. And it's, it's good. I think it's good for all of us. Um, there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of people who are talking about, you know, well, they, they've got too much. They're, they're controlling too much IP. They're controlling too much stuff. But here's the thing is that they do it. They do stuff with quality. Uh, they don't pull punches. They don't go halfway. They do. Uh, they take their time. They're thoughtful, whether it's a Marvel project, whether it's an, a Lucasfilm project, whether it's a Disney, you know, Disney films project, whether it's a Pixar project. They are thoughtful. They are not afraid to go back and start over. They are not afraid to. They are not afraid to go back and look at their history and see what they can do to tap into nostalgia, but also move things forward. Um, and they've had some. They've had some hits and they've had some misses. Uh, 
you know, um, the Beauty and the Beast remake was it was it was okay. Uh, the Jungle Book film was was not bad. Um, Lion King, you know, made money, um, but uh, you know, some people liked it, some people didn't. Uh, Aladdin, I thought Aladdin was great. I really, really enjoyed it. I, I, I think that film was so much better than the trailers. I looked at the trailers of that film. I was like, "Oof, this is not going to be good." But then when I watched the film, I was like, "Oh, this is actually really enjoyable. I really, really liked it." And um, so, you know, they, they're, they've got their ups and downs when they're kind of minding their IP. I, I'm one of the people who actually, I, I appreciated the Maleficent film. I liked it. Um, you know, I know a lot of people didn't like it. And, or they didn't like what they, you know, did to the character or whatever. Uh, the Cinderella film I thought was great. So, you know, they've got their ups and downs when it comes to mining their old IP. As far as their Star Wars stuff, I I really like their Star Wars stuff. Um, Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars films. If I were to rank Star Wars films, which I do often, I place it at probably my second favorite Star Wars film behind Empire Strikes Back. I really, really love that film. I really like Solo. I, I think it's a great film. It's a fun movie. Um, I like the, the Last Jedi. You know, I probably like it better than The Force Awakens. You know, I like all of their movies. Not, to me, none of their Star Wars movies have been stinkers. Uh, I like Rebels. I think Rebels is a great show. Um, so, yeah. I think they're doing fine by their IP, and and obviously, you know, the Marvel the Marvel movies are are great, you know, for the most part. You know, have there been some duds in there? Yeah, but you know, Thor: Dark World and Iron Man two. But at the end of the day, you know, twenty two films to have two or three or four slightly weaker films than than the other ones, you know. This is a production company that knows how to make entertainment and knows how to do good things. So I'm looking forward to what they have in the future. And uh, I think you should be too. So until next week, hey there, hi there, ho there. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Hey!